0: Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. Hey guys, I'm so excited that you are joining me back again to discuss mental and emotional first aid, such a timely message as we, as a people of God, have to get healthy and be able to stand firm on who we are, walking in the fullness of not just our physical health, but our mental and emotional health as well. So I want you to come into the fullness of who you are called to be, the ability to minister mental and emotional first aid to yourself, first and foremost, so that you can be the best you, have the best influence that you are called to have on people around you and cultures around you. Listen, this isn't just about your personal health. This is about your professional health. I work with people on a regular basis and uh, when they come to me about business, executive coaching, it always comes back to their own ability to be self-aware and to make good, healthy decisions in the moment. So uh, let's get started. Let's review. I talked to you about habits and um how a habit is established we talked about how there is a trigger an action and a reward a stimulus some kind of action that we engage in and then an outcome or a response um, and so we're talking about habitual habits habitual thinking that we often get stuck in um, and we want to begin to change that pattern so what we talked about was when there is a trigger and then there is a reward and there's an action in the middle a lot of times we end up automatically not even thinking through the action and it becomes a triggered reaction and so mentally emotionally we, a lot of times we live our life um, with triggered thinking, triggered emotions, habitual thinking, habitual emotions. And what we want to do is we want to create a gap. We want to create a space between the trigger and the reward. And we want to intentionally process how do I want to handle this stimulus or this trigger so that I get the reward that I want or the best reward um, that I can potentially live in, meaning my, my God potential, my God design. So we're talking today about how do I begin to create space between the trigger and the reward. So we want to kind of slow things down a little bit. Um, I'm excited about today because I'm going to actually be walking you through some exercises on how we can actually practice mental and emotional awareness in a moment. Now, that's what we're doing when we're creating space or what I call widening the gap between the trigger and the reaction. Now, a lot of times we see this with kids. We see kids, they want something, they don't get it and they have this triggered reaction of anger or throwing a fit or whatever it is. Um, And as adults, a lot of times we have learned more appropriate ways of handling or coping with those triggers. Um, that look a little bit more acceptable. Um, we learn how to manage those triggers, but we have not learned how to uh, how to conquer those triggers. Um, so that's really what we're talking about um, in this episode. So here's where we're heading. We're heading down the path where Mark chapter 16, verse 17 it says, and these signs will follow those who believe. My, in my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, there's all kinds of authority and power that God is saying that we will begin to operate in when we are, when we are surrendered to the Holy Spirit. But I want to look at specifically the phrase, they will take up serpents. Now, this is uh, a lot of times, obviously, we hear this hooky mooky stuff about taking up snakes and handling them and all of these things. But I want us to think about our thoughts and our emotions sometimes as nasty serpents. Especially when we're looking at negative thoughts, negative emotions. Now, tomorrow we're going to be talking about how um, our emotions, whether they're good or they're bad, it's what we do with them that turns them into something good or something bad. And so we're going to be learning about the power of our emotions and how they actually can navigate us to our core belief or to our core lie. But for today, we want to talk about... Becoming emotionally and mentally aware. Learning how to pause in a moment, push the pause button to kind of just stop. Um, I like to call it drawing in the sand for a moment. Um, based on the story with Jesus when there was the hype and the drama of the woman being stoned at the well. And he began, he kind of took control of the entire scene. All of the hype, all of the emotions, all of the yelling. Uh, and he took control and just pushed the pause button as he began to draw in the sand. And that's what today is about. It's about learning when and how to, to push the pause button on what we're thinking and what we're feeling in a moment so that we can change that process in the middle and really begin to change our, where our triggered reactions are, our triggered emotions, um, and really begin to process them in a healthy manner. All right, so let's talk about emotional awareness for a moment. Um, I talked about at the other episode about how that is one of the number one predictors of overall success. How emotionally aware am I in a moment? I wanna share with you that I have been able to go into a lot of grade schools, junior high schools, and kind of do this exercise with a lot of students uh, where I will tell them, hey, I want you to just pause for a moment. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to become aware of what you're thinking, how you're feeling, just take inventory. And it's interesting to me how kids or students that we would say are at risk um, are really in a moment um, less likely to be able to identify what they're thinking or how they're feeling um, than kids who are less at risk. And I'm using quotes because a lot of that is subjective, but kids who come from what we would call a stable household, Um, who are adept at communicating, having good communication maybe with their parents or have somebody in their life that they've learned um, how to communicate more appropriately, um, more effectively, they are in a moment typically more likely to identify what they are thinking and what they are feeling um, than kids who are not. So I just find that very interesting, um, a very real part of what we do on a regular basis. But the reality is it takes practice to be able to emotionally identify and intellectually identify what am I thinking and what am I feeling in a moment. Uh, Let's be honest, many of us spend a lot of time just avoiding all of our internal tension. Uh, We keep busy with activities, um, that becomes our coping mechanism instead of actually being curious about what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, why am I feeling it? Why am I thinking this? um, Oftentimes we just avoid it. And we come up with um, coping skills, coping mechanisms, and a lot of that for us as adults is just busyness. Um, But what happens is then over time we notice that sometimes we start settling in anxiety, we start settling in depression, we start settling in angst or anger. Um, A lot of times it depends on if you're a male or a female. Um, And so we're really kind of backing up to the basics of not how do I just deal with the anxiety, but how do I really get in a preventative place that I prevent anxiety in my life um, and so that's why I'm really kind of backing up and really wanting to teach you how to minister mental and emotional first aid to yourself. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to take a moment and we're going to be curious about ourselves and we're going to practice um, and so I'm going to kind of uh Uh, address men and I'm going to address women because sometimes when I'm working with men, I work with them differently than I work with women. If you are a woman watching this, this will be helpful to you when you're uh, dealing with your spouse or maybe your boyfriend or maybe your brother or even your dad. Um, If you're a man watching this, this will be helpful for you when you're trying to help your wife or your girlfriend or your daughter, your teenage daughter, identify in a moment what they are feeling. So either way, you're going to be empowered Uh, through this exercise. So here's what we're going to do. I want you to take a moment to become aware of what you're feeling and thinking. All right. So I said feeling and thinking. Now I'm going to slow up my talking uh, because I really want us to just kind of um, embrace this moment. I want you to embrace you. I want you to be curious about what you're thinking. Maybe before you sat down here, you had some things going on. I want you to be curious. Just gather awareness. Just kind of uh, allow the Holy Spirit to begin to examine and to, to scan your body. And the scripture says that the, the Spirit of the Lord is like a lamp and it searches the inmost being. So let's let the Holy Spirit just begin to scan. I'm just inviting the Holy Spirit into this process. Oh, just take a deep breath if you want. Just take your time if you need to push pause. I don't want you to rush this exercise. Because if we can't do this exercise even in practice, then when we're in the drama moment, like Jesus was, how are we going to be able to say, stop? I want to just push the pause button. I want to take a moment to draw in the sand and just gather awareness of what am I thinking? How am I feeling? Why am I thinking this? Why am I feeling this? This is such a huge, huge empowerment step for you in ministering mental and emotional first aid to yourself. All right, so men, if you had to summarize in one word what you are thinking, what word would you use? Um, You'll notice I used the thinking word. I didn't use the feeling word for you, men. Once you've identified that word, what feeling or emotion word might you connect to that thought? Now what we'll notice is our thoughts and our emotions often kind of become a jumbled mess. Um, But for many people it's easier a lot of times for men, uh, not always, but a lot of times for men it's easier for them to identify a thought before it's easier for them to identify an emotion. For women the opposite is true. A lot of times we have all these emotions and we don't know why and it takes us a minute to understand the thoughts behind the emotions but defining that specific thought as much as you can to narrow it down to one, maybe two words, that thought or that emotion. So maybe you're thinking, I- I'm, I'm thinking about how much work I need to do, how much work I need to do at work, how much work I've got to do around the house, how my wife is not happy with me. Um, and so you're feeling overwhelmed. Maybe that makes you feel defensive. Maybe it makes you feel attacked. Uh, Maybe it makes you feel angry. Uh, Maybe it makes you feel insecure or inferior, like you're not good enough. Only you can describe or define and identify what those words are for you. This is just a practice for you to really become aware of what you're thinking and how you're feeling. Again, for women, if you're sitting here, it might be easier for you to process the opposite way. If you had to narrow down in one emotion, one word, what emotion you are feeling. I like to tell um, students, uh, if you were gonna send me an emoji right now, what emoji would you send me? Um, Sometimes for my male clients, I um, put a little face chart out for them and I'll give them an assignment of two or three times a day. I just want you to go up to this emoji chart and I want you to circle which emoji best identifies with what you're feeling or you're thinking in that moment. I'll have them do that like two or three times a day, especially for people who have become emotionally disconnected, not able to really gather awareness in a moment. So we have to practice this. So give me some comments in the comments of of some of the thoughts and some of the emotions that you have been able to identify, even if you've been sitting here. If you haven't been able to do that, push pause. Do not let this bypass. Don't assume that you know how to do this. Um, Take some time to really become aware of what you're thinking and how you are feeling. All right, so this is step one of widening the gap, um, creating that space between the trigger and the reaction. Remember, we want to be people who have very slow, very intentional, very thought out, very self-aware responses to life. We want to stop living in the reaction and come into the response of the authority that we've been given through the Holy Spirit of being able to capture all of those foul spirits that's what that was talking about i want to be able to take up serpents i want to be able to take that anger i want to be able to take that thought i want to be able to take those things with my hands that's what that mark 16 is talking about that's what we're heading towards it means angry you don't get to handle me i get to handle you depression you don't get to handle me i get to handle you but the first thing i need to do is become aware of what is it that I'm feeling? What is it that I'm thinking? Now in our next episode, we're going to be talking about how once we, ident- we, we define that emotion, or we define that thought, we go towards identifying the message behind it. We're going to start talking about how to identify what is our core lie, the limiting belief that tends to trip us up and cause that triggered reaction. So you're not going to want to miss the next episodes so I want you to walk in the fullness of your God design. For more on this you can um, you can go to my website take a look at my online course on enforcing you where I teach this a lot more detailed get my book enforcing you uh, where I teach this a lot more detailed I recommend getting all of them because you can tap into all of your learning styles and become very adept at ministering mental and emotional first aid to you. If you are ready to potentially connect with me as a life coach or a counselor, connect with me with a discovery call. Let's see how I can be of value to you and help you really begin to take control over where you're heading so that you can jump out of the gates ready to go, ready to fulfill your purpose. All right, you guys, remember enforcing purpose, it starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.